Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. I'm already disappointed. (laughs) Ah, Christopher Tubbs. I'm disappointed in you. Yeah, well, I'm not surprised. I'm so happy to, because uh, I haven't talked to him in a couple of weeks, I'm so happy to have my dear friend Matthew Collar, Mr. Purple Insider, on the show tonight via the John Schuster Cole Banker Hotline and talk Minnesota Viking football and National Football League, um, just in general, because it is a bye week for the Vikings. But I'm disappointed, Chris, because we haven't opened for, for one Matthew Collar, and you didn't play it. And I'm sure that Matthew Collar is probably not um, happy with you either. I didn't even know we had it open. Matthew? Uh, I almost hung up with rage. Yeah. Huh. <sighs> okay. I will look for it. I just I believe this is disrespect. I'm demanding a trade. There's got to be an FM station that will acquire me. No, 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 no. You shouldn't get traded from stations. You, you, should, you should be trading the producer of this show to another show. So who do I get? I don't know, man. Like uh, your, your name's on the show. I think you've got to take some responsibility there. I got to take responsibility. Yeah, I mean, I mean, me, like me taking re- me, me taking responsibility for him making a mistake is like Joe Biden having to take all the slings and arrows from everybody about the the uh, the gasoline prices. Okay, well, let me put it. Let me put it this way, though. <laughs> there was there was a you, you were in the break. Could you have said to Chris, "Hey, are you going to play Matt's open?" I was doing weather. See? You go, oh, okay, see, that's excuses, and in football, we don't allow excuses. See, but what were you doing for the first four minutes before those, before the weather? So that's my fault? It's my fault that you didn't play the Open. You that's fine. To, you, you know you, what? You, you, I'll take it, because I'm not in the excuse-making business. I'm, I'm like Mike Tomlin. Mike Tomlin's my noop. That's my, you have to that's keep my fraternity on, brother. You have to keep me in check. I'm like this. I'm like this. I'm like, I'm down with Mike Tomlin. That's my guy. I'm going to pull a Tomlin here. I, you know what? I, ain't, ain't no excuses, but... This ain't going to happen moving forward. I guarantee it. Well, you just make adjustments. That's all. Yeah, we'll make adjustments. <laughs> How you been, man? I missed you the last couple of weeks. I'm good. You talk about disrespect. I saw no no texts, no phone calls from you, no, not even like favoriting any of my amazing tweets. I was like, what's going on here? Is Henry not like football anymore? But uh, no, I'm good. I'm nah, good. man. I've been a little busy, man. Last Thursday... Uh, were you in? I, I don't. I, I should have just assumed that you might have been joining Stevie T because I was out last Thursday. I was at a charity event, you know, doing what I do, and 
I should have uh, just assumed that you and Stevie T had a good chat. Maybe he didn't call you. I don't know. Uh, we didn't do it last week, but, you know, I mean, Thursday night football has been so incredible that I was probably captivated by that as well. I actually wanted to start there. Uh, Matt, we all love football, man. Like, like, and Matthew loves football. Like, at, he'll hit me with, like, football emojis. Like, and I never really hit him back with the football emojis because I'm like, that's his thing. It's not my thing. But he loves football. He's football. Man, Thursday night football is a train wreck. Thursday night football is – no, it's awful. You, you got to admit, as much as you love football, it's awful, dude. These matchups no, are a awful. Travesty. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, there was a – like, right now, there was a touchdown by the Saints, and it was actually exciting, and I'm like, oh, my gosh, there's actually a one exciting play on Thursday night football. Uh, yeah, you know, this slate, I think that there have been some games that they would have expected to have been way better than they were. I mean, Indianapolis against Denver a couple weeks ago – I don't think that back when the schedule was set in May or June, any of us would have said, oh, that's going to be a trash game. But as far as getting your audience to be captivated to, you know, sign up for Amazon Prime other than just the free trial and actually keep it to watch Thursday Night Football, um, it might be a little bit hard to justify with some of the matchups. But the thing is that, like, the NFL, they just have – so many networks that they're dealing with and a lot of national TV networks, Sunday night football, Monday night football, and this on all different networks. And they all want prime matchups, right? And I mean, you can't give it to everybody. So sometimes you are going to end up with Arizona, New Orleans, which again, you know, might've looked like initially on paper, it would be a pretty good matchup, but instead it's kind of like a, a garbage football game. So yes, I will of course watch all of these games, uh, but it has not been a compelling start for the folks over at Amazon. It's a, a tough break for them. You know, they just had nothing ever go their way at Amazon. But but this is the thing, though, about it, Matthew, and we're talking to Matthew Collar from Purple Insider here on The Lake Show. Maybe Richard Sherman, I think it was Richard Sherman, whoever it was a few years ago when they were still, when they were playing, just flat out said that, I don't care who you put on Thursday nights, the games are not going to be as entertaining. They won't be as good because it's just not enough time for guys to recover. Yeah, I mean, I've always really despised the idea of Thursday night football unless teams were coming off of a bye, which they don't seem to ever care about trying to do. Um, because not only do they not have time to prepare, I mean, really, like, you get done with a game on Sunday, they come back on Monday, it's usually recovery and going over what happened the previous game, and then on Tuesday the coaches develop the game plan, on Wednesday they start teaching it, but then it's game time already. <laughs> so there's, like, not any time to get through an entire week. So they kind of have to rely on a lot of their base stuff or trying to get ahead uh, the previous week you know, on their next opponent. But there isn't a whole lot of scouting that can really be done. And also the recovery element, uh, I'm not – I mean, think about when Tua got hurt. When did he get hurt? A Thursday night football game, right, yep. where he got his head slammed into the, into the turf and didn't have a full recovery from the previous week when he had clearly been concussed and they threw him out there anyway. So, you know, I think that the NFL is sitting here saying, oh, yeah, we care a lot about player safety and concussions and everything else, and then they're doing the most dangerous thing possible by yeah. throwing the guys back out there. But look at the dollar figures. Look at what Amazon paid to have this. Look at the money that comes in with advertising and everything else that goes along with the NFL. I mean, this was just another opportunity for them to make money, and I don't think they care at all. I mean, I, I was with Richard Sherman 100%. I don't think this should be happening, but they know everybody's going to watch, so they're going to do whatever they want. 
What do you make of the 5-1 and one start for the Minnesota Vikings? And I'm not talking about just based on the record, because clearly 5-1 and one is a great start to the season. But, but you know, regardless of, of the record, how they got to the record, um, just the games in general, how they played, the level of play, what do you make of it? Yeah, it's funny because uh, I did an article just today, and part of it was looking at 2021 through the first six games and 2022 through the first six games. The Vikings were 3-3 three and three last year, and you know this year, like you said, 5-1. and one. But the thing that made me laugh out loud was that the Vikings, on a per-play basis, were a better offense and defense through six games and had a worse record, in part because – they fumbled in overtime in Cincinnati and they missed a field goal against Arizona in week two. And otherwise they would have been five and one last year uh, with the way they started. But last year they had more penalties. They had a worse turnover ratio at the beginning of the season. And things have really had to go the Vikings way. And not only that, but the Vikings played harder opponents last year in the first few weeks of the season. Uh, in, in my mind, they've played no one difficult that they've beaten. Uh, and the only hard game they played, they lost handily to the Philadelphia Eagles. So there's a lot of reason to sit here and say, this is just not an impressive 5-1 and one football team. And there's a lot of holes here, and there's a lot of things that need to be fixed if they're going to be better. But that's the other side of this is, They've got a bye week. They've got an opportunity to figure out why the offense has been so inconsistent and why we've seen Kirk Cousins look uncomfortable uh, so many times. I saw a quote from Adam Thielen saying that Cousins is the most comfortable he's ever been, and I just don't know what planet that comes from. I think he's the least comfortable that he's been really since 2018 uh, in this offense. And from that perspective, they've gotten the worst version of Cousins and still been 5-1, and one, which gives them an opportunity, I think, to fix a lot of things going into the second half. And if you look at the schedule, uh, there's some teams that maybe have surprised, like the Jets and Giants, that now look a little more difficult than they might have before. So I think in order to repeat the results, they're going to have to be a much better version of themselves than they were to get to 5-1. and one. All right, Matthew Collar, give me this a two-part question. Uh, most impressive thing that you've seen with the team to this point in the season and the, uh, I, I guess the, the thing that you look at and you say it's the most concerning? Hmm. Yeah, I mean, I think that the most impressive, it's just not really a hot take, but it's that Justin Jefferson is still just unstoppable. Uh, He's continuing to put up numbers no matter how much everybody knows that the ball is going to Justin Jefferson every single week. Uh, the, The fact that for two weeks teams thought they found something with him and then instantly that was blown into smithereens with three amazing games from him. Uh, He has more yards through 39 games in his career than Randy Moss did, um, which I know it's, you know, a just for era, but still like that's the type of things that he's doing. And I, and I also think that he impressively works through the difficulties without making a public thing of it. I'm, I'm sort of laughing at Elijah Moore demanding a trade here and like Justin Jefferson handling, <laughs> you know, those couple of weeks uh, in such a mature way. You know, I, I think that was really good for him. And he communicated behind the scenes what he thought needed to happen. And, and so I've just, you know, continued to be incredibly impressed with Jefferson as, uh, as a teammate, as the way he handles himself and everything else. Um, there's a lot of other things that haven't been so impressive. Oh, and I'll throw in the punter. Oh, my God. <laughs> like, I have never seen someone kick the ball 73 yards in the air. Uh, but, uh, you know, aside from that, I think the secondary, Patrick Peterson's been pretty good. Cam Dantzler's had his moments. 
but their pass coverage in general has been just absolutely horrendous. I mean, one of the worst pass defenses in the league, hands down, on pace to give up uh, 4,600 yards over the season. Couldn't, couldn't slow down at times Teddy Bridgewater and Skylar Thompson last week. Uh, I, you know, I think there's a lot to be worried about with the secondary, especially if either of the starting corners get banged up because it has just been a major problem. I mean, even as they were pressuring the quarterback last week, they still couldn't stop Jalen Waddle and Tyreek Hill uh, last week. And I think, you know, you're going to play Terry McLaurin, you're going to play CeeDee Lamb, Stephon Diggs. Like, there's a lot of guys coming that if they don't figure out some answers there are going to be major problems in the future. Matthew Collar, Purple Insider, joining us here on The Lake Show, Newstalk 830 WCCO. Uh, give him a follow on Twitter, at Matthew Collar. Who's the best team in the National Football League? Oh, I, I don't even think it's remotely close. It's the Buffalo Bills, and then there's a pretty decent-sized gap, and then it's Kansas City. And I know Kansas City played really, really well against them and had a chance to win that game, but player for player, roster for roster, the Bills, I think, are – are much stronger. I mean, they went into Arrowhead and won that game. Uh, and, you know, they've been without some players, too, and it just does not matter. They've got lots of weapons, a good offensive line, a great defense, great coaching. They've got everything. Um, I mean, they are, I think by football outsiders metrics, the top offensive and defensive team in the league. And you don't, you don't run across that very often. That's like when I was growing up in the 90s Buffalo Bills. Uh, and then, you know, I think it's pretty it's pretty clear that there's only three or four legitimately great teams. And yep. then there's a lot of teams with an argument. I mean, it's it's them, it's Kansas City, it's Philly, and then it's a lot of question marks for pretty much everybody else. I agree. I agree with you. I, like, I, I think that those three teams are in a category all by themselves. I think they clearly Buffalo is the best team in the in the league right now, but I think that Kansas City can win the win the whole thing. I think that Philadelphia has proven themselves to this point. Um, Jalen Hurts is quite frankly better than what everybody expected him to be. So those three, and it's funny because when I looked at the, um, uh, there was a, a segment yesterday uh, on NFL Live in which they laid out all the teams that are three and three in the in the league. I mean, half the league is three and three. Like, it's just, the parody this year, man, is just, it's wild. No, it really is. And I, and I, you know, I do think that the NFL... Uh, not to be conspiratorial here, but like, I think they want it to be that way by taking some of the better teams and loading up their schedules early and then allowing them to separate later. Uh, Cincinnati is one of those teams. I think Cincinnati is a very, very good team that will eventually put themselves maybe in that second tier right behind Buffalo as the season goes along, but they had a tough schedule. They lost some very close games to begin the season. And, you know, I think that they are a, still a legitimate contender to get back. Um, but, yeah, I mean, this, but this is the league, right? Like, this is kind of how the NFL always is. And those, those middling records give everybody hope. Hey, if you just get in the playoffs, which history says is pretty unusual for bad teams to get in the playoffs and go win and, and so forth. Um, but it's kind of like the, it's kind of the status of the league because of just the fact that the, the, the quarterback play and the quarterback injuries uh, have been, you know, the, the play overall has just been very poor outside of a couple of quarterbacks. And I was even looking at PFF grades and comparing them to the first six weeks of just how quarterbacks have played. It's not your imagination. Like quarterbacks have played a lot worse if you're not named Josh Allen or Patrick Mahomes or Jalen Hurts. And I think as the season goes along and the adjustments happen 
And, you know, maybe some teams either start to really drop off or some quarterbacks start to emerge, maybe like a Zach Wilson or something, some younger quarterbacks. This might just be what the league is this year, where we have, you know, 10 teams that are fighting for seven playoff spots or something because there's so much mediocrity. Yeah. Hey, uh, always a pleasure, Matthew. Let's, uh, Let's talk next week, my man. Sounds good, Henry. Thanks, man. All right, take care. That's Matthew Collar joining us here talking Minnesota Viking football. Mr. Purple Insider himself here on The Lake Show. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com.